afternoon on this, the memorial of St. John of the Cross. And I want to begin with the gospel from today, which you might recognize from Sunday. John, summoning two of his disciples, sent them to the Lord to ask, Are you the one who is to come, or must we wait for someone else? When the men reached Jesus, they said, John the Baptist has sent us to you to ask, Are you the one who is to come, or have we to wait for someone else? It was just then that he had cured many people of diseases and afflictions and of evil spirits, and gave the gift of sight to many who were blind. Then he gave the messengers their answer. Go back and tell John what you have seen and heard. The blind see again, the lame walk. Lepers are cleansed and the deaf hear. The dead are raised to life. The good news is proclaimed to the poor. And happy is the man who does not lose faith in me. Um, John of the Cross is famous for his uh, description of the, the dark night of the the soul um and it's uh, a phrase that uh, christopher jamison in his excellent new book finding the language of grace quite rightly points out is often used without the speaker knowing its origin or its original meaning and very often it's come to be uh, equated with depression um but what john means is quite different um and here i just want to to share with you a few lines from uh, abbot christopher jamison's excellent book um, and he begins by looking at a few of the uh, lines of the poem one dark night fired with love's urgent longings ah the sheer grace i went out unseen my house being now all stilled and then the climax of the poem o guiding night o night more lovely than the dawn o night that has united the lover with his beloved transforming the beloved in her lover. And as Jamison points out, this is a description of ecstasy, not depression. Because in depression, our faculties grow dark and insensitive, whereas here, John's faculties, his senses are hypersensitive. He's overwhelmed by a brightness more lovely than the dawn. And Jamison says we can see a parallel in looking directly into the sun. When we do that, it's so bright that we see nothing, and yet we don't doubt the light. So the poet reels back from the brightness and completely reassesses his life. On the first night, his sensual desires are purified, when the inadequacy of worldly pleasure is painfully revealed. The real challenge, however, is the dark night of understanding, the midlife moment when the poet realizes that his understanding of life is inadequate. In the previous night, he saw through his earthly desires. Now he sees through his awareness of life itself. He realizes that in fact, he knows nothing. And this can be a painful realization for us, um, particularly when in that first night we realize that a, a radical shift needs to happen in our behavior. Um, after my reflection, which I gave on uh, this sort of same same passage uh, from uh, accounting John the Baptist in in jail on Sunday, uh, a number of people came up to me and said, "I really need to reevaluate my use of my phone, Father." Um, and it uh, occurred to me afterwards that the the kind of the, the internet 
and what we can find on our phone. It's inexhaustible. But looking on there again and again and again will only leave us exhausted. And so we need to turn to something infinite that will give life, but that will also require a radical giving up. But we need to do that in order that we might turn to look at the source of all light and accept that we may not fully comprehend, we may not understand what God is doing now, but that the lights shine through the darkness. And so I want to leave you now with a, a beautiful um, setting of the poetry of St. John of the Cross. for me.